Welcome to Building the Future, hosted by Kevin Horick. With millions of listeners a month, Building the Future has quickly become one of the fastest rising programs with a focus on interviewing startups, entrepreneurs, investors, CEOs, and more. The radio and TV show airs in 15 markets across the globe, including Silicon Valley. For full showtimes, past episodes, or to sponsor the show, please visit buildingthefutureshow.com. Do you have an app idea that you've been dreaming about but don't know how to actually start building it? Use Bubble. I've been using Bubble for a number of years now. It's an extremely powerful, no-code platform that enables you to build, launch, and scale real products without investing thousands of dollars on engineers, designers, or spending time trying to code it yourself. Use Bubble's visual drag-and-drop tool to create really anything from marketplaces, SaaS products, and so much more. Join over 2 million people, including myself, already using Bubble to launch and grow businesses. Welcome back to the show. Today, we have Tracy Chernoff. She's the Director of Employee Engagement at Legion Technologies, and she's also a podcast host. Tracy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on the show. I, I think what Legion is doing is actually really innovative and cool. But maybe before we get into all that, let's get to know you a little bit better and start off with where you grew up. Sure. I grew up in New Jersey, uh, right near Rutgers. So North Brunswick, New Jersey, which is pretty central. If you ask anyone from the area, central Jersey does exist. If you ask anyone (laughs) from North or South Jersey, they will say central Jersey does not exist, but I can tell you it does. That's awesome. No, and I actually just got to go to New York for the first time at the end of September. So it was great. Oh, it was awesome. one of like awesome. a bucket lid place I wanted to go. So that was awesome. So you went to university. What did you take and why? Yes, I went to Binghamton University in upstate New York. And I actually studied English rhetoric. I thought I was going to go into journalism. Um, but okay. instead of writing for a living, I guess I am kind of talking for a living and also <laughs> Um, you know, hopefully helping people with their own communication and, uh, you know, the HR stuff kind of folds in there. And after college, I started working and then I pursued a master's in public administration from Rutgers University. Okay. Very cool. So walk us through your career up until kind of coming on Legion. Then let's dive into that. Sure. So after college, like I said, I thought I was going to go into journalism, but you know, your student loans don't pay themselves. I I took the first job that I was offered and it was a great one. I was offered a job um, from Target, which, you know, everyone knows Target, even those who don't have a Target locally. And uh, it was an amazing experience. So in college, I was involved in leadership activities. I was a resident assistant. I was uh, you know, doing different leadership uh, in different leadership roles. And that was when I was kind of found by Target at one of the job um, career fairs, I should say. And they were like, hey, you have all this leadership experience. What about a career in leadership? And I was like, oh, I honestly never thought of it. And I 
had always worked in retail through college, through high school. And I thought that I would never go back to retail, but then I was like, you know what? I'm good at it. I like it. Why don't I just do the interviews? Got the job from Target. I was a guest experience executive team leader, which basically means I was a salaried manager managing the operations around like what customers first experienced everything from the upkeep of the store to the cashiers to the Starbucks that you go to in a store. And, and being from New Jersey, I was placed in um, a pretty large store. Um, as far as the company goes, you know, the, the stores that are the largest are between New York and New Jersey um, most of the time. And so it was almost a hundred million dollar store. I had like eight wow. employees reporting into me and I was like, why did anyone take a college graduate and put <laughs> them into this experience? But I walked away from that experience, like so humbled and really grateful for that opportunity. And to the effect that, um, it really shaped my now HR career. So after that first six months in role as a guest experience executive, I was promoted into an HR manager, HR executive team leader role. And that's kind of the same thing. You're in store, you're managing a team, but now with the specialty and the focus in HR. So that was really what kicked everything off for me. And I was an HR manager in store for Target for about three years. So I was with Target almost three and a half, four years, let's say. And um, I decided, you know, I was ready to kind of see what was beyond the Target horizon. But I have to say, kudos to Target. It was the single most important experience of my life. Um, and it gave me all of the chops that I have today. So I really appreciated that experience. I moved on to an HR business partner role after Target, um, working for a luxury fashion company, Sandra Maj, Claudie Pirlot, they're French luxury brands. And after the HR business partner role, I was promoted to HR manager and then promoted to director of HR for North America. And after uh, that was really about four to five years spent there that I then decided to move to Legion. And it's not a coincidence. I will say it's a really important part of my story that Back in 2018, when I was at Sandra Maj, Claudia Pirlo, which is also SMCP is the acronym. So you'll probably hear me reference it in that way. After, you know, already a year to a year and a half at SMCP, we were looking for workforce management solutions, something that would really help us to bring you know, our employees technology that they really needed. And I found Legion and I brought Legion to SMCP. I was the project manager helping with the rollout, kind of, you know, managing that whole process. And we rolled out Legion in 2020. And then after a short stint at a different company between SMCP and Legion, I was like, you know what? It's just not the same without it. I got to go to Legion. And so here I am as the director of employee engagement after all of that experience in retail, and I wouldn't trade it for the world. Very cool. Okay. So let's dive into Legion. What exactly is it? And how did you actually find it originally? Sure. So Legion Technologies is truly an HR technology. It's a workforce management company powered by intelligent automation. Intelligent automation enables us to do what we do. So when you think about, you know, you go to your local Starbucks or you go to your local 
grocery store, those employees are working hourly most of the time, 99% of the time, most likely excluding the manager. And that hourly employee is tasked with managing their schedule and their hours and what they're earning and everything in and outside of work. And so at Legion, we leverage um, intelligent automation and enable intelligent automation, I should say, to provide um, scheduling time and attendance, um, communication, earned wage access, and everything in between. So through um, intelligent automation, we're able to provide employees a much better experience. And, you know, to kind of break that down even further, when you think about these hourly employees, which 58% of American employees are earning an income on an hourly basis. So you think about the majority of Americans um, needing a, a tool that that provides them, you know, better recognition, better pay, better access to rewards and things like that. It's something that if you were to go into, again, like your local store and you ask them how they get their schedule, they're most likely telling you that that they're getting their schedules on Excel. And for an employee, there's not really much of a benefit there because you can't control your schedule. You don't have ownership and accountability and empowerment over it. And for the business, there's no insight. There's no forecasting demand. There's no um, data to help create a better experience and a better schedule, which therein also impacts your customers. Interesting. No, totally. So I want to dive into like, like you just kind of outlined it, but what other industries could benefit from Legion software? Because you guys cover a broad spectrum, correct? Mm-hmm. We do. And actually, I realize I, I meant to share also, I found Legion by really doing right. a Google search. Okay. I was just kind of looking for, because I of my target experience, I knew what, you know, a better system could look like for managing a workforce. And at the time, we didn't have that at SMCP. So I was just kind of searching with buzzwords, right? Like machine learning, artificial intelligence, demand forecasting. And I eventually found Legion among other companies and Legion just like outshined them. So it was very easy to make that presentation. And and we had a huge ROI in the first month, let alone the first year. So that's how I found Legion. But um, in terms of other industries, I mean, really any industry that has an hourly workforce is going to be an industry that really needs support to motivate, retain, and encourage that workforce. The the hourly employees, the frontline workers, as we um, always refer to them as, you know, they have a really tough experience coming from being an in-store, not only employee, but manager. I can tell you, I mean, they're there is not one day that goes by that is the same as the previous day. And there are so many things that come into play that can throw off your experience. Like you have to learn how to adapt to those, you know, immediate changes. And for an employee, the last thing that they need is for a lack of predictability in their lives because they already have that, right? They That's already ingrained in their experience on the job because you can't really predict what, you know, someone coming into your retail environment or your restaurant environment, you just can't predict those things. So when you provide resources like schedule predictability and empowerment, that employee has like another 
set of resources that make them feel more secure, right? So um, it's really any industry. And we primarily focus on retail and hospitality because those are the businesses that really see the most um, hourly employees as far as like a workforce goes. Okay. Do you guys also support like gig economy type companies as well or not really? So this is a really interesting question. We are truly uh, advocates for providing the type of flexibility that you find in a gig economy, in a gig environment. So while we, you know, are not necessarily working today with uh, a company that is specifically hiring gig workers, the idea is that we are enabling businesses to therefore enable their employees to have that type of gig-like flexibility. And to to give an example of this, you know, if you if one of our customers is a retailer and they have a, you know a part-time hourly employee and they're working between 15 and 25 hours a week, that employee should have and will have, thanks to Legion, the flexibility to move around their shifts, swap shifts without needing to even involve their manager with the exception of approvals and things that are naturally built into our systems. Um, But that type of, you know, when you think of like an Instacart employee, they can choose when they want to work. If they can't work on a Tuesday because they have a bridal shower, then they don't have to work on a Tuesday. And that type of flexibility is the flexibility that all employees, including probably you and me, the type of flexibility that we all want, especially coming out of the pandemic. And or thanks to the pandemic. And that is what we really empower through our solutions is that, you know, finding and enabling businesses to, to meet their employees where they are and to bridge that gap so that employees are, are having the needs and the demands that they have and their needs met while the business needs are also being met. Okay. So just so I'm clear, what you, you're like basically companies start using legion once a new person is hired correct there's nothing to do with the recruitment and hiring process correct correct okay Okay. so if i'm a retailer for example how do i go about actually starting on the platform like walk me through my first few days and then maybe give us kind of an overview of you know three six twelve months whatever like how do i keep on going using it For sure. So we, you know, I said this before, it's all about meeting employees where they are. And that is primarily on the cell phone. So your first day is going to be an invitation to check out your schedule and onboard into Legion. And so you'll get a, you know, an email, you'll be able to set up your password and you get onto the system or into the system right away. And from there, what you see is not only your schedule, let's say you're a manager, you can see your team schedule. If you're an employee, you see, depending on the the way that the company sets it up, you can either see the full team schedule or um, you know your manager or your, your coworkers, um, but definitely yourself and you can request time off. You can, you know, it's a very intuitive platform. So when you go in, it's it's kind of like how you just automatically know what to do when you have a new social media app. Right. It's that it's that type of intuitiveness where you can figure out like the menu is going to have options for you. When you click into the schedule, you're going to be able to see that if a schedule or a shift doesn't work for you, you have the opportunity to swap it. When 
um, our customers who are using communications, they can have go right to their newsfeed and see the latest communication that was sent by their HQ or by their district manager. So there's a lot of self-guided opportunity when first clicking into the the system. And then, uh, you know, when you're in the environment too, you're kind of encouraged to interact with it. You know, that's the thing that uh, that comes with technology is that it has to be, and we really believe this at Legion, that technology has to, has to actually solve the problem for the employees. And I can tell you from my experience at SMCP, when we rolled out Legion, we had 100% adoption of the mobile app and we did not have 100% adoption of anything nothing at all ever so this was a huge accomplishment that here we found a a tool a system like legion that actually solved the problems for our employees at a rate that said hey a hundred percent of our employees are actually using legion on the mobile app day to day and so that it hopefully it goes to show the experience that you have when you log on and then beyond that you know when we think about that first 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, you're, if you're a manager, you're getting more experienced in scheduling. You're getting to know your team for the manager on that side, you know, a a manager in retail hospitality, any of those industries comes back to this like unpredictability of the day to day. So what we do is we leverage demand forecasting and intelligent automation is enabled so that all of the data points of a business are integrated into the system so that a manager can go ahead, see what the ideal schedule is based on this, you know, what intelligent automation shows us. And then beyond that, the manager absolutely can make changes. They see availability of their employees. They see time off requests. And then they are able to publish a schedule and manage it thereafter. And one other anecdote on this um, is that when I was at SMCP, we kind of ran a study before Legion before we launched Legion. And we found that managers on average were spending 10 hours managing the schedule, writing the schedule, publishing it, and really workforce management end to end, which is an incredible amount of time. When you think about what you could do with 10 hours back in your in your month, I mean, that's like the things I could do, right? So we were like, wow, let's see how much time is saved by implementing Legion into our environment, into our workplace. And we saw in the first month, so this was just after 30 days of use, that managers reduced their time spent on workforce management, scheduling, everything end-to-end, managing the schedule, call-outs, et cetera, by more than 70%. So it was incredible to see them go from 10 to three hours a month. I mean, that's those saved seven hours was actually reinvested into the business and we saw a lift in the business. So um, there's definitely, I know I could, I could go on and on if you can't already tell, uh, but I could go on and on about this. And there's, there are so many benefits, not only for the employee, but also for the manager when you do uh, see the empowerment behind intelligent automation and technology that actually, again, does solve the problem for the employee. Got you. And then what's the cost or roughly what's the cost of Legion a month? So it's, it's, yeah, it's hard to say exactly because it kind of depends, right? Like if you have a certain number of employees and you do it based on headcount, that's one, you know, one cost um, uh, result. 
I should say, in terms of cost or build out. And then if, you know, sometimes people also do it based on stores. So because I'm not on that side of the business, I can't really say specifically. But what I can tell you is that when I was sourcing a workforce management solution, I looked at probably three to six, you know, people in this space and technologies in this space. And Legion was by far the most affordable with the most value. So I say that in that there were certainly cheap, you know, companies out there that did very basic things that did not provide demand forecasting, that did not provide automated scheduling and things like that, or communications. But then there were companies that had all of those things, but were astronomical, um, but didn't have, again, didn't have the demand forecasting, which is something that Legion is really, really unique um, in having. So this is where, you know, in terms of value and cost ratio, Legion was the best of the best for me. That makes sense. Well, it sounds like you just custom build kind of a plan to client need, right? Yeah. And the best part, actually, I'm glad you mentioned custom because the best part about it is that, you know, the the thing that was so unique about Legion was that there wasn't this like, okay, you, you pay for this and then anything else you want, you're going to have to pay for, which we saw with so many of the technologies that we had looked at or we had implemented over the years. So there's just a, you know, what you get when you even speak with someone from Legion is that sense of like, we want to make your experience and your employees experience better. So how can we do that together? And like, let's, let's just make it happen for all of our customers, regardless of how much money and revenue they're earning a year, regardless of how many employees they have, what one person gets at Legion, if they have 50 employees is the same thing that someone will get if they have 50,000. It's just a matter of scaling it based on the size of business. Got you. All right. So I'm curious, you also host a podcast. What's it called and what's it about? Yes. Yeah, so I technically have two podcasts, actually. Okay. My my first, my podcast, when I say my podcast, it's like my personal podcast that I started before Legion. That's called Bringing the Human Back to Human Resources. I started that back in October 2020. So much like everyone else, I had a lot of time on my hands <laughs> and I wanted to invest that time into something. And I'm so glad that I started that podcast. And then upon joining Legion, I actually started a podcast that we, you know, is really like a, a podcast presented by Legion and it's called right. The Frontline. So again, really focused on the challenges and the opportunities for the frontline workers and their employers. That's actually perfect because I was going to ask you about that. So you, you always, you know, I follow the news and you always read that, you know, the state of the industry is everybody's looking for people, they can't find people. Mm -hmm. And as somebody that is in tech, I, like it's all doom and gloom right now and eh, I, we don't need to go there it doesn't matter but I, i'm curious what is your thoughts on the actual state of the industries that legion provides software to so first of all i think it's important for me to add that i am an eternal optimist and i will always see things on the bright side all right although i am realistic for sure but on top of that, I also come from a retail background and everyone was like, retail, uh-oh, retail, it's, you know, it's going out. Retail's, <laughs> retail's in a bad spot, right? You yeah. hear that your whole career in retail. And I started working in store again, like as a sales associate in high school when I was like 15 or 16. 
And I always heard that, but who cared, right? I was an hourly employee trying to pay for my books in college. So, um, or like have some summer money. And then you make a career of it and you hear it tenfold. It's like, oh, are you sure you want a career in retail? Because, you know, retail is not looking good. So I share that anecdote because all I have to say is everything will have an up and a down, right? It's like the stock market. Things will go up and things will go down. And it's only a loss when you cash in on that loss. So when I think about, you know, those who have been affected by the downsides of things, I hope that they walk away from those experiences, learning something and taking something with them. It's certainly not always sunshine and rainbows. But my point here is that the my outlook on the state of the workforce is that, yes, there are challenges today. There were challenges in our, you know, in 2009 when we had a recession and I was I was graduating high school at that time and I was worried for even my own career, right, beyond college. And when you think about the history and the trajectory of economies, we are, you know, this is just kind of part of the plan. And so businesses have to really think about, okay, what can I do today that's going to help me be more elastic in those moments in the future? What's going to allow my business and my employees to feel and be more secure, right? So again, my my perspective is that yes, there are challenges, but it's all about what you do with those challenges that can determine what the true state of the environment is. Now, beyond that, the experience for retail and hospitality in terms of hiring and staffing is exceptionally challenging since COVID, exceptionally. I was working still for SMCP during COVID, And it was exceptional then and it's exceptional now because you have a smaller talent pool because there are people who did leave those industries who wanted to have a more gig-like experience, who wanted more flexibility, who wanted more predictability, right? So these are all things that we know. And it doesn't matter whether you earn your income on an hourly or salary basis, you still, we all want that. We want flexibility, self-determination, We want to work, you know, we want a good work-life balance. So retail and hospitality have never been different than any corporate experience. But for so long, I think industry experts and thought leaders have separated those groups of people, which is really not an ideal way of looking at things because, again, when we think about where Legion kind of steps in to support those businesses in being more stable and providing more stability to their employees and retaining the team that they do have so that they're not as pressured by these, you know, microeconomic challenges and sometimes macroeconomic challenges. We say, hey, we know, we know that people want predictability and flexibility and better work-life balance. In fact, more than half of hourly workers that we surveyed recently in our workplace survey said that they're holding more than one job because they need more money, right? So if this is the case, if we know that people are working, they're out there, in fact, 57% of them are working more than one job, how can we make their experiences when they are in the business, how can we make those experiences better? Um, And then the same goes for the managers, too. I mean, managing employees who are engaged is a much better experience than managing employees who are not so engaged that and are affected by these micro and macro economic situations. So there's so much that I can share. And I think 
you know, the, the greatest advice that I can give to any person listening that has an opportunity to influence their employees' experience is to really listen. If we're asking for feedback, we have to listen and we have to solve the problem that is coming through as a trend. When we know that that employees are looking for predictability and flexibility and more ownership and empowerment over their schedules, we have to give that to them. Yeah, or you're just not going to find any employees. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I, I obviously, like, I haven't worked a uh, customer service type job in a very, very long time. But I, I think like, and it's easy as somebody in tech to be like, well, you know, like, I, I'm kind of lucky that you could be a bit more demanding, I think, sometimes, right, to say, like, mm. no, I don't want to go into the office. But I also think, too, that uh, it's also kind of wrong for, for a lot of businesses to be like, Everybody needs to be in the back, the office, like nine to five, Monday to Friday, right? From a tech perspective, obviously, right. if you work like a retail job where you're helping physical customers in a store, you can't work from home and you can't expect to work from home. And I find sometimes there's a disconnect with people I talk to. It's like, how, how are you going to do that? Like mm -hmm. your job and the job you're applying for does not allow that. Like there's no possible way to do that. Do you find there's kind of a disconnect sometimes or... Am I just kind of out to lunch or what are your thoughts on that? You're not out to lunch. I think there is a disconnect, but I think, I think there's a disconnect on so many levels. Like okay. the first is that when, for sure, like a retail employee is not going to start working remotely unless they're in like a luxury environment where they can clientele from home. And that does happen. Um, but most of the time it's not happening. But when I hear that, cause I've heard that I, I heard that through COVID, like, oh, I wish that we could just sell from home. That's just not the experience for an in-store employee, right? Um, but when I hear that, I'm not hearing necessarily that there's like this, all of a sudden there's this desire to work from home because very specific people succeed at working from home. Not everyone 100%. actually enjoys that. A lot of people go to places outside of their home to feel more connected, right? So that it, that tells me that someone is looking to have self-determination over their schedule, over their lives. Interesting. Okay. You know, yeah, I when I think about that and I think about the customers that we have that, you know, are s providing um, jobs to workers in stores or on site, let's say, you know, they have to they have to do something different to make that employee and help that employee feel like they are in a flexible work environment. And that honestly, it starts with providing the technology that supports that. So coming back to what we do at Legion, I mean, one of the things that we surveyed too was like what was most valuable to employees and managers and what was 56% of hourly employees said that the most valuable thing to them was to be able to choose the number of hours or where they could work so that flexibility coming back to that 56% said flexibility was the most valuable thing to them. If you ask, you know, someone sitting in a C-suite of a retailer, they're probably going to say, oh, money and benefits, right? Pay and benefits. Because right. that's what they always say. And yes, that is important. And there are so many things to talk about as far as pay and benefits goes for hourly employees. Um, but the reality is, is that we are seeing that these hourly employees, there is a disconnect because they're not heard. They say, Hey, we want flexibility too. We want to be able to work where and when we want to work too. So 
businesses should be investing in workforce sharing. And this is where Legion, again, can really support. It's something that we did at SMCP. You think about how so many retailers have numbers of locations, multiple locations within, let's say, a 20-mile radius. Right. You could have, you know, what you, instead of pulling from a very small talent pool, you could provide that part-time hourly employee who's working 15 hours a week but wants to work 35 so they don't need a second job, you can give them the opportunity to work in that other store that's understaffed. But I so see. many, I talk to retailers all the time. So many of them are like, oh, that's like really progressive. Or, you know, I don't even know how we'd manage that. I'm like, you don't have to manage it. Let us manage it for you. Like, we'll give you those resources. But that, it's not even about being like the next frontier in technology and like, you know, the workforce. It's about understanding how we can leverage technology to solve the problem of staffing, solve it, the problem of wanting more hours, but one store not necessarily having them, solving the problem of an employee wanting to have their demands met, right? And we're, you know, there's there's a reckoning for these businesses within these industries that employ hourly employees. We're seeing it with union activity too. People just want to have the option and the opportunity to to create the life that they want. And many retailers, when I say this to them, will say, well, we have needs too. <laughs> and we we need the store covered at certain times. There is no reason why you can't meet an employee's needs and provide them the experience that they want and need while, you know, without meeting the needs yourself. Like I always say, good employee experience is good customer experience. So if you really want to drive revenue and you really want to have great customer experience, you have to start with the employees. Okay. No, I, I totally get that. But then we we kind of talked about the employee that wants more hours and is willing to maybe travel to go to a different location. Mm -hmm. But obviously the, the swing, the pendulum, the complete, the other way, how does Legion or a company or in your experience deal with the employee that one week they want to work that 20 hours, the next week they want to work five hours. And then like they want, cause obviously it's challenging, right? Like if there's a shortage, like how do mm -hmm. you manage the employee that, that, wants a job, but only when it's convenient for them. I, I don't know how to put it. Yeah, I hear you. Like the employee that doesn't want to work nights, weekends, or holidays, sure. but wants to work in a retail environment. I think, you know, if you asked me this question five years ago, I would say to you, this is retail. This is the way it goes. You have to work nights, weekends, and holidays. Sure. But the reality is, is that you, you might, that's not going to really be, be the, the key to success for retailers anymore. People, okay. again, you know, they, they might work for a little bit, but then they're going to get frustrated that they are not having their, you know, the, the fundamentals of what they value those needs met. So when we think about like how to manage that, I think a company has to just kind of allow it. And at the end of the day, if you have employees, there's always going to be a give and a take, right? The manager doesn't have to always approve like, a five hour, you know, a, a, an employee saying, I only want to work one day for five hours. It's not necessarily always going to happen. But if you have employees who are a part of a workforce sharing network where you can share talent across your stores and you have employees who want to work more, and again, you have some of these employees sprinkled in who want to work less, 
it it can work. I can tell you from my experience again with SMCP. I mean, we saw this, we rolled out in the beginning of 2020. We all remember what happened in the beginning of 2020. Everything shut down. And uh, we had employees who did not want to come back when we reopened our stores because of everything, you know, with COVID. And all you have to do is manage it. You give people the space that they need. You you flex where possible. And I think the the key here is that you have to you have to place the accountability on the employee. They own their schedules when they are within our environment because you know, if they want to take a shift or they want to swap a shift, that that is on them to manage. So if they're scheduled 20 hours a week and all of a sudden they don't want to work 15 of those hours, they're responsible for finding that coverage. Now, of course, people are going to say, well, what happens if they just call out or they just no call, no show? The same goes as it did before. You have to hold that person accountable, right? So at the end of the day, there's always going to be that small percentage of people who might not really want to work but a business always, like before COVID, always figured it out and they'll continue to figure it out. But through Legion and our our solutions, we're actually empowering the employee to do more with their schedules, to access more, and hopefully to work more and, and to really work when they when they feel it's best for them. And I've I've done a few um or I've written a few things on, you know, the value of expanding the talent pool to college students and retirees. And this, I think, is one of the best ways to expand the the pool again for where we're finding staffing in places where retailers potentially are not looking. There's always, you know, this conversation around like a needing a, num- a certain number of hours a day or, you know, certain certain nights, weekends, holidays covered or a minimum number of days. But if you have someone that can work two days and those two days are the days that you actually need more staff, then who it, it serves your purpose, right? It's meeting your needs as a business. And you're also uh, ensuring that that person's happy because they don't want to work more than two days. Right. Interesting that the kind of power shifted a bit, but I think mm-hmm. it's always going to kind of change. Right. And I think, sure. I don't know, like I was at the mall, the big, we live by a big mall, but um, the other couple weekends ago it was packed i've never seen them all so packed mm-hmm. so like i think obviously retails adapted and changed over time and as somebody that orders a ton online i still go to the store sometimes right so For it's sure. like a weird dynamic do you want to talk about your experience with kind of the state of physical stores compared to you know amazon was going to crush everybody years ago totally i think the physical store the brick and mortar the omni-channel approach, especially where you have like ship to store, ship from store, where you're bringing this e-commerce approach into the brick and mortar environment, that is everything to me. I remember being at Target when they started rolling out ship from store and I was obsessed because that is where the magic happens. You bring people in, you enable them to have faster delivery. It's more environmentally friendly because you're not getting it from this major warehouse across the country or the world. Everything is kind of more localized. And as I actually deleted Amazon off of my phone, which was a major, major accomplishment because I really believe in the physical store experience. When I go to a Target or a Trader Joe's and I get to connect with the person stocking the shelves, like that matters to me because I know how much energy goes into that one product 
being right. on the floor. And you know, there, listen, there are days where I'm like, I don't want to talk to anyone and I, it would be better for me to just place a delivery order, but you're also still supporting the hourly employee in that way too. So I, I have always believed this. And I said this kind of before that when it comes to the retail industry, people will always say it's going, it's not stable, it's, you know, but it is a great career. Everything, our entire economy is based on goods and services and consumerism. So retail is here to stay. And I think the Omni channel will continue to just see it advance and excel. No, I 100% agree with you. I'm curious, uh, outside of giving employees control of kind of their schedule, anything else that maybe maybe for the hourly worker or the salary employer or kind of anybody, how, how does a company actually keep employees? Because I think every industry is kind of going through this, like people are always kind of looking to upgrade and, and are happy to jump ship like after a few months or a few years, it doesn't seem to matter anymore. Like nobody's really a lifer at any company anymore. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of think that's okay because I, I do think, you know, society changes and history is cyclical and we're in 30 years, you and I could connect again and potentially say, well, who are we kidding? Now everyone's a lifer at their companies. They pensions right. are back, right? Like, so I, I do think, it's it's all relative to where we are. If companies offered pensions, I guarantee you people would be lifers again. But companies aren't yeah. doing that. They're offering yeah. 401k match most of the time. But you can, you know, most of the time you can get that anywhere, right? So what what companies need to do is really get the most out of the employees when they're there. And that's not to take advantage of productivity or to take advantage of their knowledge but to make their experience the best it possibly can be. I always say, even to my Legion colleagues, that we have to return people into the workforce better than we found them. We have to make their experience so great that it's hard to leave, but also when they do leave for one reason or another, because people, to your point, are always moving and shaking, that they go out into the world and they say like what I said about Target and SMCP, that they were amazing right. experiences. And that's the best that a company can do, whether it's a year of tenure from someone or five years or 10 years. Um, and on top of that, you know, something that I definitely want to mention is that Legion offers earned wage access. So when we think of an hourly employee, what retains them? continued growth and development. We already know the predictability and flexibility, communications, transparency, right? Those things that people want to feel connected to what they do. Earned wage access is something that over the last year, especially we've heard a ton more about. And Legion has been one of the pioneers for this um, technology, which is that if an hourly employee, let's say, worked 20 hours this week and they have two shifts left for the week, and they've already earned $400, they have the ability to cash in on a certain percentage of the wages that they've already earned. That is something oh, that, right? Like I'm, I'm really kind of like very passionate and obsessed, I guess, with this concept and this functionality because hourly employees are often working paycheck to paycheck. And they, I mean, I already shared that the majority of hourly employees have a second job or a side hustle or doing something to earn additional income outside of their, their, their 
present or more, you know, consistent job. So if we can understand that that is coming from a need for more pay or pay in the moment, which is what gig like and and gig economies offer, then we are now opening up the door for a ton more retention. If an employee knows that they can get paid or have access to their pay that they've already earned before needing to wait for their future pay date, then the likelihood of them wanting to take on more hours is greater. And the likelihood of them calling out for a shift that they they can they know what it's going to cost them is much less so or much less likely with earned wage access. So I think when we think about retention, we also have to think, okay, how are we incentivizing a person to continue to work? And how are we making that experience the best it can be? No, I, I think that's that's actually really good advice. But sadly, we're coming to the end of the show. So is there any other advice that you would like to give people that we haven't covered uh, here today? I think let's let us stop pretending that we, you know, we know the answers and we know what an employee is challenged with. Let, we have to start asking questions and really responding to that. Every company is asking, you know, what do you want more of? How is your experience? And then so often it trails off. And right. so at Legion, our biggest focus is to really, you know, drive our mission to make hourly employees or hourly jobs great. And to do that, we have to, again, meet employees where they are and answer and solve for the questions and the problems that they have. So the only way for us to turn hourly jobs into good jobs is to really understand what we can do differently. And on top of that, to stop dissecting and separating, you know, an hourly employee from a salary employee. At the end of the day, everyone wants flexibility, predictability, and stability. And every business can offer that regardless of whether someone's working 10 hours a week or 40 hours a week. Oh, I think that's that's really good advice. So how about we close the show with mentioning where people can get more information about Legion, both podcasts and any other links you want to mention? Absolutely. So you can connect with Legion or learn more about Legion at legion.co. That's L-E-G-I-O-N dot C-O. You can also feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. I think you would just type in my name, Tracy Chernoff, and you'll find me. Um, and then beyond that, if you want to listen to my podcast or learn more about me, you can go to my website, hrtracy.com. And also feel free to connect with me directly, like I said, on LinkedIn. And I'm happy to set up a call to tell you more about Legion even. Um, I'm not on the sales team, but I'm really passionate about what we do and how we are turning hourly jobs into good jobs. Perfect, Tracy. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to be on the show, and I look forward to keeping in touch with you and have a good rest of your day. Likewise. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening. Please visit our website at buildingthefutureshow.com to join the free community, sign up for our newsletter, or to sponsor the show. The music is done by Electric Mantra. You can check him out at electricmantra.com and keep building the future.